Cool, blimey, Brad. You got a big following, didn't you? How big is it? I'm a geezer. I'm a geezer. I am a geezer. 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 And, I, and, I, and I have a problem. 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 Being a geezer ain't always fun and games, but you ain't alone. You're locked into the Free the Geezer podcast. It's Scotty Stacks. Danny Graff. Johnny Dutch. A.K.A. The Manor. Now, with the help of the gorgeous Dr. Gareth. Gorgeous. And the cast of very special guests. A few boats in there. We're going to be solving your problems, our problems, stripping away stereotypes. Speak your mind. Free the bird. Free the geezer. Hello and welcome back to the Free the Geezer podcast. This episode is called Lifestyle Choices. We'll be talking about veganism, fashion, consumerism, health, and many other subjects. We received loads of messages on this one from our fans, fellow geezers, far and wide. This really got your interests up. Joining us in the studio will be our resident psychiatrist, the ever-charming Dr. G, giving qualified insight and advice. And we'll be joined later by Mr. Bradley Simmons, the healthy, the gorgeous, someone who's come in here to give us a bit of advice on how to live our life better. Remember, if you haven't already, like, subscribe, and rate the Free the Geezer podcast so we can keep the talk going. Right, can we get some more drinks in? This is going to be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to... Dr. Jesus, I did an old PhD for this. <laughs> oh, Dr. Jesus. Uh, got a text. We got a text. We got a text. What is it, Jim? Uh, this one's from Daniel32 yep. from Kent. He says, No Scotty is a vegan, so he will understand this one. I actually give a shit about the environment and have recently tried to cut down on eating meat and switch to more vegetarian dishes. However, I'm finding it incredibly hard to find time to prepare meals that satisfy me and don't cost a fortune. Also, when I do eat veggie, I cannot stop farting. Even the dog gets fed up. Trying to change your habits is hard. It's not that easy to go green. Yeah, I've, I can say I tried to be a vegan for about two weeks and it was hard work. My reason for being a vegan was purely for health reasons, not for the farting, obviously, but uh, just genuinely because I wanted to become healthier and I see a couple of my friends that started doing it. You I'd, look healthier, to be fair. I'd, thank you, thank you. You've got a bit of a glow. Nice one, mate. Nice one. Uh, didn't lose any weight, though, no? No, I didn't lose any weight. I did it for two weeks, mate. The health benefits were very, very appealing. So I did it. And what I do now, in all seriousness, is I try and see meat as a treat. So I don't. I try and make sure that if I have meat, it is a rare, rare occasion. How did you feel, though? How did I feel? When I did it, no, genuinely, all right, okay, cool. I'm still half a vegan, but vegans don't accept you if you're half a vegan. I'm still half a vegan. I don't... I literally have meat probably once or twice a week. But... I do feel better for it. Genuinely, I feel, uh, in terms of training, I did also give up cigarettes at the same time. So that might have played a, played a part. But uh, in terms of training, I felt more focused. I, I definitely felt lighter on my feet. Um, <laughs> I, I did. I felt lighter on my feet. And I literally, I, fi- I think it was a psychological thing which I asked Dr. G about. When you feel you're doing good, it sometimes has an effect on the way you, you see yourself, your perception of yeah. yourself. So because I was eating healthy, I'm a, it made me do other things more positively. Yeah, because if, if, you're you know, consciously thinking about it. I'm consciously yeah, thinking, thinking about, about what you're putting in your mouth. Stru- structuring my life a bit more. It made you think about what you have to eat. Whereas before I have anything that was there, I have to think a bit more about it. And you start to you know, just give yourself a pat on the back every now and again. But yeah, there is a big placebo effect. If you, if you feel that you're doing something good and positive, yeah. 
then you you know you are and you feel better with that's it. it. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of that's not science. It's kind of common sense. I feel like not just with veganism, but in terms of living healthy, like it all it all slots into place together, innit? Yeah. Because when you're conscious, when you're in that mindset, like when you when you're training, you'll generally eat better food because you don't feel like you're you're compensating for your you're losing your workout. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you like if you train in the morning, obviously yeah. there's the there's the chemical side of it with the endorphins and that, which make you feel better. But then for me personally, if I'm training in the morning, I'll eat better throughout the day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You wanna, you, you retain the ben- retain the gains. Yeah, 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 exactly. The but then there's just but then, like like you say, like you when when I'm in a healthy mindset, I'll be drinking less, smoking less, yeah. doing whatever. But it's it's true what you say though, isn't it? Like about vegans don't accept you if you're halfway. This is the this is my yeah. biggest issue. That's and this the, is the biggest problem. The biggest, I think, the biggest problem, which is the biggest obstacle. It's like you've got like be like, oh, I'm a higher degree of vegan than you, and all vegans are so condescending. Like I remember, do you remember? I one of our mates, I won't name her, and we all know who we're talking about. And when I used to, when I because I was a passionate carnivore in it, like mixed grill, no sides. We used to argue, argue, Did argue. Did she turn you vegan? That started. I, it was part of it, yeah, because yeah. obviously I used to argue with her, and when. As you know, as an intelligent, compassionate person, which I like to think we both are, Who's both of us are, <laughs> around, this, around, around this table, I'd like to think so. Yeah, no. If you are. take enough time to look into it, it's difficult to argue with on both sides, isn't it? On the moral side and the health side, whether you're a horrible bastard that doesn't care or not, whether you care about yourself or I other. I just never. I've never had a dog. Sway. What I'm saying is, whether, you, whether you care about yourself or other people. Or both, there is. It's a difficult argument. And when I first started turning, it was like proper. Ve- I'd talk to her about things, and she said, "Oh no, it's for proper vegans only, not yeah. half vegans like you." That's when it becomes. It's like a club, innit? Where it's a thing like you're not as much of this as me. It becomes a hierarchy. Can I say what that might come from? It comes from the experience of sacrifice. And I, I don't know if if you've made that sacrifice and you've gone through that challenge where you've been the only one in your own, you've got ownership over it. You sort of yeah. feel as though you've got ownership over the whole... It, it's a seized mentality, so if you're not going to make the sacrifice I've made, don't try and tell me you're but the same thing as me. But surely veganism isn't a sacrifice, is it? Because there's, what you're saying is it's a better lifestyle because yeah. you're not being cruel to animals. I think what people get the ump about is the fact that they, they, they often present themselves as, I'm a better person than you because yeah. I care more about animals than you yeah. care about. I care yeah. more about the world than you care about. And that just gets people's backs up because yeah. I'm not vegan, but I do like animals. And I don't really want to see what's in a sausage. I don't really want to go and see a pig getting killed, right? So when you consciously think about it, I think there's, yeah, absolutely, ethically, we probably shouldn't be doing, we shouldn't be farming and the, the way that people farm and all that kind of stuff. You but, don't really want to make an educated decision. You'd rather... In terms, in terms of what happens to the animals, in terms of you don't really want to have to kind of your empathy. I struggle to be with triggered. empathy. Call me a bad person. I struggle with empathy for animals. This is a this is we're talking about hundreds of thousands of years that our, our animals have been farmed for human. You know my thing as well. Animals get a, a, like a blank a blanket rule of they're all good. If you go on some of these nature shows, some animals are horrible. Some animals are. Fu- Birds, birds, bullfrogs, birds are fucking evil. They eat each other's babies. Like they almost (laughs) get that carpet rule because they can't speak. It's like they're all sweet. They're not all sweet. Whales play with their food. Have you seen pufferfish? You've seen pufferfish on that note. Dolphins, dolphins, dolphins Mm. use um, pufferfish like balloons. Because you know pufferfish, they eject this like stuff to like deter. Predators. What, like get, but like dolphins, yeah, again. dolphins get but they mm, get some buzzing. So dolphins, dolphins are crafty dolphins, little fuckers. They're very intelligent they as well. Pufferfish, so they release them. their gas. Maybe we should start eating dolphins. Off, they get buzzing off pufferfish. 
Do we feel? Yeah, but what we're saying is we're almost it's almost it's almost arrogant where we're saying we've got to hold ourselves accountable as the greatest species. We've got to save everything. No, we're just the same as every other animal. No, but we have we a kill, different. No, we no, fuck, no, 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 we take no, 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 no. But we we That's, have that heightened level of consciousness. Where did that, that we come can from? Do we make it's, a decision? We can make an educated. They decision. are making decisions though. They're not. They're making an instinctive decision. We're making an educated, an educated or an, yeah. or an ignorant decision. I understand. You can't. You can't. No, you can't. Lads, stop talking over each other, please. Sorry, Jim. I tell you why it's not instinctive. Right, because going on on onto on what Dr. G said, right? Because if we're all sat in this room now, and you might you you argue this for the sake of the podcast, but nice. I don't believe you. I don't believe you because you're you're soft bastard, really. Right? <laughs> right? Listen, okay. If you if we're all in here now, all right, and then we've got our little we've got a little mascot in this podcast, and this little friendly chicken. And if we're all starving, okay, we're all starving. You've got a fridge, you've got a fridge full of plants, fruit, grains. Tofu, all that, all the vegan, yeah. all vegan food, right? Yeah. And then you got little friendly chicken, like little, walk, little friendly, little jokes, like cracking, like nice little friendly chicken, right? You're telling me when you're hungry, instinctively, are you? I'll say it to you directly, instinctively, you're gonna catch the, you, you've got no chance of catching it anyway. Firstly, right. right? You're gonna, if you manage to catch the chicken, right? You're gonna break its neck, pluck the feathers. Gut it, drain the blood, cook it, and eat for. it. Here's the thing, right? But would you do that? Can I Is say that one thing? You? There's a problem. There's a couple of reasons why vegans are vegan. Like I said in a minute, he's not going to answer that question. All vegans, right? I will answer this question. <laughs> all vegans are lost, uh, have lost a pet, and also they've watched too much Disney, where we personified animals too much. We personified them. They do not think like us, Scott. They don't know their ass from their elbow. They have emotions. It's right. like, okay, what they do you think on muscles? They the same emotions we do. What do you think on muscles? They have the no central nervous system. Yeah, no, oh, they're, they're fun, they're weird one, muscles. Yeah, it's muscles, a weird one. Yeah, they're, what they call this, what's the technical, I was reading about this the other uh, day. I was actually reading a, a, a debate on a vegan forum about this the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis has started eating muscles, short really? assuming. Vegan forums. Scallops, oysters, mussels. What's what they call Anyone know what they call it? Oh, um, shellfish. Nah, there's a certain type of shellfish. They've got no nervous system. Uh, no, I don't know. They're like, they're sort of alive, sort of not. So you have no, well, but if, at that point, is that a little bit of a barrier for you? Would you, even, would you eat a muscle? I don't, I don't know, no. I don't know enough of the science behind Here, though, they've got the same awareness as a plant does. This is the fucker. If you want to go too far in, plants are alive. Yeah, of course they are. They mate. They fucked. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I've, you, since I've moved in with my missus, we've got a lot of house plants now, right? And she'll say, she used to say at the start, she was like, oh, that, that plant's sad over there. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Two months later, this plant has been sitting in a corner. <laughs> it's dying. It's it sitting there dying. And even you could tell the plant's yeah. sad. Yeah. Listen, you need No, that's that a plant. fact. If that's you talk, if you talk that to plant. plants and that and you give them positive, they. Yeah, of course. This is what I'm learning. Longer. But do they feel emotion? Do they feel love and fear and all that oh, and terror? Yeah, and like, do they get scared? But then, when all the you things start, that we feel. This is this this where it got me. And this is where you say, right, lost the pet, this, that, and the other. Yeah, straight up. You're right. It was when October that year, when the dog died, that all of a sudden I felt a connection, like a deeper emotion, you know, a deeper emotional connection to animals. And at that point, that's when I started to empathise. And that's when you realise, when you, it's true, when you connect with an animal, when you connect with a human being, isn't it? Like, some people, if some people are never taught, taught empathy towards, uh, to other human beings, that's why you get horrible bastards that run around yeah, being horrible true. people, because they've never been taught those values. And when you lose a person, it's the same as when you lose people, you then become a little, just bit more empathy towards people, 100%, generally. 100%, and that's why, to me, I would never want, I decided I don't want to inflict 
those negative emotions onto another list. That's yeah, fair you enough. can't argue with that. Do you know what I mean? This is why this is the thing. I would never ever question anyone's moral decisions they've made or the reason they do it. But as I said, it goes back to this whole thing with vegans and where it becomes preachy, it becomes yeah. I'm better than you. And if they could I don't know if you go to vegan conventions or anything, Scott. Let's go fucking lentil. <laughs> let's go are you serious? Let's go lentil. Let's go, let's go fucking lentil. Let's go fucking lentil. Oh my lord. <laughs> right, quickly, two minutes though, but then where do you draw the line between between being preachy and, and educating people? Because people don't want to listen, ultimately. Meat eaters are precious, yeah? You bring my dad out a bit of dinner, it could be, you could have served him the same dinner for 10 years. Now that I've gone vegan, you bring him out, oh, it's not fucking vegan, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, it's same the same, well, same salad you ate well, last man. week and you enjoyed same it. Same. But so where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between being called a jarring, preachy activist and gently trying to educate people to make uh, a decision. And lead informed, by example, you were doing well decision. for a few months. Lead I've got by the example. Move for you. I've got to move. I said to Sean because he, he, he keeps sending me all this, like all these fucking horrible things. I said, mate, that will never change anyone's mind. I said, if you want to really change someone's mind, get yourself a pet piglet. Take it up and down. Walk it like a dog. Walk it like a dog. Take it on the tube. Take it on the train. If anyone's sitting there with a bacon sandwich, they're going to think, fuck it. You know? That's why you don't eat dogs because you see them. They're visible. Oh, no. yes, if 100%. you get to know pigs, then you won't. You won't do it. Right. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I will say... Do what you like, mate. Do what you no, can. No, listen. Lead by example. Yeah. At all yeah, times, okay. lead by example. You go and do your thing. Do what's best for you. You should never... You're a big man. You make the decisions for yourself and for do yourself only. Do what you believe in and do, fight the power, And stay with it. And that goes for everything in life. Viva Not la revolution. Me. Let's go fucking lentil. <laughs> What's a lot of Instagram. And don't worry about the farts, that comes with protein shakes as well. But everyone that becomes farts. all the rotten, everyone farts. That comes all the rotten meat in your stomach as well, bro. No, no, vegans do fart different. Oh, yeah, because you're changing your diet, mate. Your body will get used to it eventually. I don't really fart like that anymore. No Only when I eat shit. Oh, oh. Hello. hello. Come in. Hello. Jim. Best barman in the world. Hello, Jim. Yeah. Jim with one beer. beer. Just one, one beer. beer. Oh, no, I can finish this in five minutes. Oh, oh, thank you. Yes. Yes, I'll take my time with this one, Jim. Thanks for the beer, mate. Cheers, Jim. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Stay anonymous. Right, we got a text. Oh, hello. Go on, Jim. This one is from Arnie from Southampton. He says, I've been dating a girl for nine months now. She's a top lass. Really get along with her, and now I'm basically looking to move in with her. Only problem is, she's a vegan. When we go out, we order different food, so it's alright, but no, it's going to be a problem when we're under the same roof and sharing the shopping and that. No, it's good for the environment, so I've been dipping my toe in the old courgette lasagna, but I know I'm going to want a sausage now and again. <laughs> also not convinced that the diet gives me all the protein and iron I need. I feel like he's trying to cut us out with a puns here. I, feel, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'll leave it. Go on. Where like this this myth about you can't get all the protein and iron and whatever. Right? Where every, it all starts with plants. Like all the animals that you're eating to get all these things, like your beef and your cows and your chicken and whatever, they all eat plants or they eat other things that eat plants. Yeah. So you can get everything. But you know they eat it in the thing. The reason why it's easier to get protein out of the animals because I had this argument. But it, I think it's easier because they eat so many. They plants. eat everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, that... they they eat a, they instinctively eat a balanced diet. Yeah. And so you need to go and find all these different things. Fish is one thing I've eat. heard. I don't know where you're at with that, but fish generally, excuse me, is um gives you certain vitamins that are tough to get elsewhere. But then I guess you can get supplements. So. Yeah, it's difficult. There's one. There's like even even now I still do. I still take a couple of supplements. 
Even you know still, I mean? what the, the actual question here is, should he move in or not? Was, how's he going to deal should with Should he this? move in? Listen, it isn't, that ain't the sticking point of whether you can live with a girl at all. That is, is if, is, <laughs> the most important, if you don't want to shag other birds, right? And you, no, it's just as simple as that. If you don't right now, if you're happy with her, and you, and you can, and you've, first and foremost, if you, you need to have gone on holiday with a bird before you can live with them. I'm telling you now that you find out a lot of things very quickly. It's not the same as going over to her, staying at hers for a night, as going away for a few few days with her. That's important. And also, be prepared to pay more on your weekly food shop. The share you pay should be a little bit more, because vegan food is more expensive. Am I right, Scott, Dr. G? Not necessarily. I've, I most, found it's, it's most, more most, expensive. Most, expe most expensive thing in your shop is the meat, no? Now, because you've got to get more veg to fill you up. That's the same mm. thing I'd say. But yeah, let's get a bit of psychology here, right? What do you think the fundamentals of living with people? Does it matter? Yeah, talking, communication. They need to, you're right, going on holiday is a brilliant thing to do before you move in. I think um, <laughs> dipping his toe in what I want to know. That's... <laughs> is he dipping his toe in the gorgeous lasagna? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, I mean, that's, that might be bringing it everywhere. That's, fe that's, that's a fetish. That's a vegan fetish stuff. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> 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 But you know, you don't have to change completely for your partner. I think everybody's everybody can be different, yeah. um, and I think having differences is important, and having your own friends is important, and having, yeah. you know, if you if you become the same, you know, you get bored or you resent the things that you've given up. So let them try and yeah. be a bit more vegan. Um, but you know, she's obviously not going to eat meat, but maybe over time he might change. I had this right because when I moved in with. <clears throat> with my ex. When she first started turn veggie, I actually said to her, I said, you know what, this is going to cause problems. Yeah. I said, because we were like massive, we used to go to all sorts of restaurants, this, that and the other. And I actually said, you know what, I don't think I could ever go out of a vegetarian. And then, and then eventually, <clears throat> she, she turned vegan. And do you, know, do you know what it is, right? If you're going to row with a bird, you're going to find something to argue about. Yeah. If, if you can live with someone, you can. And if you won't be able to, ultimately, if you're not compatible, you're not going to be able to live together. Yeah. Whether you're arguing about the fridge, whether you're arguing about the sofa, They're outlets, isn't they? More exactly. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, just yeah. Way, it's, it's just ways of of that 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 of that relationship the negative energy manifesting itself. What's your what's your biggest sticking points? Biggest sticking points with a bird. I'll tell you one thing. Film choices, movie choices. Yeah, right. I'm like that. I've been. She's been I trying to get me to watch The Notebook, uh, Bridesmaids for the whole. We've been going out two years. Well, it's quite funny. I don't care. But for me personally, that's not my sort of thing when I watch a movie. You'd I don't quite wanna... like it, actually. It's quite funny. Okay, I watched but five, I I watched five I minutes of it. Way. I weren't yeah. a big fan. But movie choices, TV choices. I mean, it was a big sticking point. I'm a big, massive 24 fan. She hates 24. Now, I was looking forward to, like, help discovering 24 through new eyes through yeah. my girlfriend. Sick, it? You oh, watching someone, it again. Yeah. Oh, I love 24. <laughs> she hates 24. So I, mad, that caused mad. an argument. I was like... She, she didn't realise how much the show meant to, to me. 24 was a big year. She bought me a beanbag in FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Stopped everything. But, um, yeah, no, there's bigger... There's, listen, veganism, honestly, it is a case. If you can find a way, you know, having one vegan meal a day anyway, they don't taste bad. Yeah. I, I do myself. They're, they're good meals. It's not going to do you any problems health-wise. There is far bigger sticking points. You will come... You're only nine months in. You're going to come across a lot bigger problems in your relationship than a... Than your diet so choice. The only one time I think I've ever thought I'd to call you out on was the only time Christmas. you'd ever thought I got smug. You, no, not smug, but on in terms of in terms of veganism okay. was when you uh, on Christmas Day you went, 
just had a vegan vegan dinner. All you meat is. <laughs> <laughs> and you did a fake laugh to yourself. I was like, I'm saying, how I are you being sorry. smug about this? Like, I felt sorry for you. It's a good message. Mate, honest, yeah, because I felt it was... Mate, it was difficult. It was <laughs> yeah. fucking difficult. And so I was you, very, very proud of myself. I was very proud of myself to give. Sacrifice. I was at yeah. my cousin's house for Christmas Day, right? It's my first vegan Genesis. Christmas. And my mum and dad and all the rest of the family went to a restaurant. And then and no one worried about the fact I was vegan. No one cared. Right? <laughs> it's your and then they yeah, but it's Christmas Day. illness. I thought someone could have just checked the menu for me, right? So they they told me there's nothing, there's nothing on the menu, nothing I could have eaten. Right, so I, they said, I'll ring the, bring the restaurant manager. He's a nice fella. He said, oh, I'll do you a pizza with no cheese. I thought, bollocks. First Christmas dinner. Tomato bread. I've got to sit there, do you know what I mean? Eat fucking tomato bread. Bollocks. So I said, I rang my cousin said, look, can I come to yours on Christmas Day? I'll bring my own nut roast. I'll have all the trimmings, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I got there. And my cousin, he, he's one of these people. He's like a bit like you lot. Like, he thinks he's too clever. He likes to pull me up on things. If I have, oh. today, if I have a little celebration... Right, or if I nick a goose fat, swap one of my potatoes with a goose fat potato, right? I know I'm doing Jesus. it. I know I'm doing it. Please, please don't pull me up. Yeah. Uh, please don't pull me up. Just let me be a shit vegan in peace, because I'm really, I'm really trying. And obviously, in front of the old family, oh, you can't have that. That's a celebration. You can't have yeah, that. Yeah, That's goose fat. So when I managed to get, and I was sitting there looking at them pigs in blankets, and I really wanted one, and I got some vegetarian pigs in, vegan pigs in blankets from Morrison's, and they were all shit. <laughs> They were awful. There was no pig, no blanket. It was just, it was just, it was just potato wrapped in aubergine. <laughs> like, it was, it was. Oh, oh mate, I, I, I felt like like writing to Ofcom about oh, it. Sean did it last night. He had vegan pancakes. He bought flat chips out of the fucking out of the chip shops. There's not. There's no point. This one thing I say: don't try and call it vegan because you, you. It's never going to live up. When you do, when you just eat a nice vegetable dish, that's nice. You do get some good luck. Like Linda McCartney's veggie sausages banging. They're all right. All Linda's stuff. They the are, right. the no, roses, the rosemary. Rose, rose they're gravy, though. They, 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 they digest yeah, no, like a yeah. regular sausage. They're, they're hard work, bruv. Still, still, sausages are fucked. Still mate. a lot of mush wrapped into yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's just mush, isn't it? Mush. So, um, so Dr. G, Dr. Yeah. G, you think he should just move in? So move in. Yeah. Move in. Move in. Take a chance. He's got to be fair. Yeah. As I said, there is so much more you're going to be. So yeah. and, and Arnie, you uh, you keep dipping your toe in that courgette lasagna, boy. <laughs> that is an hor- that's a horrible image. I and have a sausage now and again if you fancy it. Do what you like, mate. Can we give veganism a little wide berth for a sec? Yeah. <laughs> other stuff. Oh, Who's oh. that? Hello. Got a guest. Hello, mate. Hello, guys. What's happening? Hello, How mate. How's it going? Brad Ladies and gentlemen, Bradley Simmons. Hey. 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 Do you want a drink, Brad? I'll get Jim to get you a drink. Yeah, I'll have some water, please, oh, mate. Okay. I, was, oh, I, was, I was on a big one yesterday. I was, yeah. in, oh, I was in Dortmund. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Spurs. Yeah. I'm Spurs. Yeah, nah. yeah, so I've been on it for about 24 hours. Are you actually a Spurs fan or you got to go out and try it? I'm a proper Spurs fan. Yeah, yeah, proper. So in the summertime, I'll individually train some players to make sure they're fit going into pre-season. Have you got anyone you could talk about? Players-wise? Um, so I've done stuff with like, the likes of Theo Walcott, John Terry in the past. Oh, and what's then, Theo like? He's a top boy. Top, top boy, boy, yeah? Yeah, top boy. And then this summer I've got a few players, I'm not going to say names yet, just in case they cancel, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, what sort of work though is it? Is it? So it's a lot of strength stuff, sort of oh, core right. stuff, a lot of glute stuff. Um, and then near close to the time we do a lot of like fitness drills, a lot of sharp drills, just so going to pre-season feeling proper shit. Quality. Because yeah. heard... a lot of them go to Ibiza, don't they? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I heard beef, about really. Raheem, I was actually reading something about Raheem. When he was little, he was obviously as talented as he yeah. is now. 
But cheers, mate. Cheers he, for the drinks, Jim. Thanks for, thank you very no, much for the drink, Jim. Um, but he was because he was so talented. But he used to get knocked off the ball. Yeah. He did so much strength conditioning. Yeah. In that season, just before we came on the scene well, at I Liverpool, got, I played with Raheem at QPR. Oh, really? Oh, then yeah, you know. So, so you... I know Raheem really well. So he was, and he's the best player I've probably ever played with. And as really? a youngster, he was rapid. He was ridiculous. The rawest yeah. talent. Didn't really pass it. Yeah. So I think when he went to Liverpool, the likes of Brendan Rodgers really started to teach him how to play football. So he's going well, though. You're enjoying. You're enjoying life outside of football. Because my cousin actually was in a position to you. He's now head of maths at a secondary school, but he was at Arsenal okay. and he played a lot of premiership games and then they had a really bad knee injury. So knee... there we oh, go. Sorry, text, I will stop text. that. I won't yeah, go into my family. That story was boring anyway. It was boring anyway. <laughs> he Thank brings you, up his footballer cousin every time. He thinks it makes him seem like a footballer. Cousins. He thinks it makes him good. We've seen him play. Right, trust me. The one training session me, you know. Right, text message. Jim, go on, read out. Go what we got? This one's from Joe via Instagram. I'm currently struggling to stick to a diet. It's not a problem for me going to the gym and training regularly, but as soon as I'm near food, I just have to eat everything. It's insane. John, Texas. <laughs> Trust. If I have a night out as well, that rules me out for a week. Right. I can't gym on a hangover. I might have said this when I was drunk on Thursday night. Right, okay. Can I say one thing? Great, thanks for that text, Jim. Thing about that, I had exactly the same situation. I was going to ask you about this, Brad, right? I was I had a good training regime last week. I did four days in the gym and went out for the we went to the LFA Awards, London Football Awards on Thursday night. But I could not get myself back into the gym till yesterday. Right, because I know you go out and you find the balance. Yeah, what yeah. can you do that maintains some sort of healthy life, even when you're hanging? So for me, I was hanging this morning. What did I do? I took my dog for a two-hour walk. Oh, sorry, yeah. And I burned about Fresh. 500 active calories. Oh, it didn't feel like a workout, yeah. but yeah. I did something. I got out. Yeah, I got out. Dog, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you get on a bike or you just get on a treadmill and it's, you just do a bit of cardio and you don't have to think about it like you have to do with a workout. Yeah. Because when you're hanging, the last thing you want to do is actually use your brain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so actually getting a sweat on is so good because you're sweating out all the alcohol that you've been drinking as well. Like, uh, Followed by steam room, sauna, get back on a healthy juice, hydrate yourself and you're going to yeah. feel a lot better. That's the remember- thing, when you get out of bed, it's when you lay there, like, oh. thinking you're going to die. Like, if you get up, have a drink, walk out, fresh air, yeah. you, you just got to face the world. Yeah. Like, but the Craig best, David said that. But the best thing to do before you get into bed, honestly, this is a secret. Barocca. Oh yeah. Before, before bed, yeah. Before bed with ibuprofen. Yeah, I do. Really, I, right? I, I genuinely, I, yeah. I learned, learned to do that I recently. In Ibiza, that was the most important thing. I bought about, I bought the mango, the pineapple, broccoli, everything. Yeah. Well, I woke up ready to yeah. go next the day, water, every day. The handle, yeah, the handle, the one you got, the one you need two geezers to lift up. Trust me. So that was a walk, kind of for a long walk or getting on a treadmill. Anything you could even do inside, because it does feel like it's just more of an effort. It's a bigger hurdle to get over, yeah. getting back into the getting back into the gym. Yeah, right? getting back into the gym from, from having a hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff, Swim even for me. And so I've signed up recently to have a fight as well. Because I, oh, yeah. come, I come back off tour with the streets, because January, like, was sick, but it was the most unhealthy January in history. Ever, innit? And yeah. the thing is, so we went on tour halfway through January. So for, the plan was for the first two weeks to be a bit healthy and then go on tour. But then I gave crap dry January, 3rd of January, just thought bollocks. Like, what's the point in trying to do two weeks and then okay, going yeah. on tour for a month? <clears throat> so since I come back, I thought, you know what? I want to get my nut down in the gym. So my mate Danny Kyle boxes. He's um, going to train me, right? I'm going to do some strength and conditioning with you guys called Tramps mm-hmm. from London. I'm having a fight at the end of it, right? And so I had my Sick. first sparring on Saturday. How was that? Are you blowing? Mate, literally, like... It's a different it's level first, of fitness. First, first round, first two minutes, I was all right. 
I thought, like, dropped a geezer second punch. Mm. Honestly, not even lying. Dropped him second punch. Oh, so like, he's like, he's like, 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 Thirty seconds in, I was cooked, absolutely cooked, yeah. and it makes you realise that's the thing is like, especially in one-on-one sport, like you can't hide from it, innit? Nah. Do you know what especially I mean? Especially when you're spun, it's alright to be on the pads, you can get away with it, but then when yeah. you've just got someone punching back at you, this is it. It's a total different fitness. It's the same, even playing football, running. Yeah. I always say the same thing. People when they say talk about oh, I can run for ages. Yeah. Go and play five aside. Yeah. Right, and it is a different because you're going. It's the it's, it's the transition. It's actually the defending. It's yeah. the defending that you and don't want to do. And going back and yeah. forth and changing directions. That is all. And then you've got to think about ball control and madness. But I have to say, boxing is up there with the hardest of fitness levels yeah. because yeah. you've got to have that aerobic and anaerobic. Yeah. The ultimate <laughs> ultimate fitness has to be those Ironmen. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh I've run a marathon before and I've done the tap the tour, which is a 120-mile cycle. The ultra Ironman is um, it's a five-mile swim. Yeah. Yeah, then it's followed by um, it's followed by a 120-mile cycle, followed by then a 26-mile run, which is the marathon. Get an Uber. And I've got something wrong with her, yeah. yeah. Oh mate. I know I've got a mate, Gunnell did it, but. How do you even prepare yourself for something? A different breed of people. Yeah. When I was running for the marathon, I would drive to John. I would. My sister would drive to John Terry's house because she would train with John Terry's wife. Yeah. And then I would run home as my training, and I was 16 miles from Oxshott to. Wow. Every day. And I did. And I did it four times a week. Ooh. But that's what. That's the work you have to go into, and that was in the freezing cold, mm. snowing, raining. Ain't it with marathons? You don't actually run a full marathon in your training, yeah. do you? No. So you get to up to so 20 miles. Yeah. Yeah, you get up to 20 because it's a lot on your body, your joints, you're running on concrete. Like, there's a lot. And your nipples, apparently. Yeah, nipples. nipples. Jesus Christ. That's enough. As soon as I heard that, I said, I ain't running more than two miles, ever. Ever. (laughs) Promise you. What do you you think about vegan athletes? Vegan athletes, do you think it does actually? It's proven. It's proven now. There's many. Has he brought this back in with vegan athletes? No, 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 because I want to leave. I want to ask something. So. Like everyone, when I heard about the whole veganism, I was like, veganism? Like, but now it's just been proven that a lot of athletes have proven that you can do it because there are many different protein alternatives. Yeah. You just have to do your research. Yeah. There's so many vegans jumping on it, but then just having a terrible diet because they don't have the knowledge to understand what's healthy for them. We've got a mate like that. My mate, uh, he survives on literally chip Chips. sandwiches. That's, 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 and that's ridiculous. Chip sandwiches, but he uses olive oil, butter. So that's, so that's not veganism, that's just stupidism. 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 We were probably growing up on like a, a bit, bit of meat, bit of carb, bit of veg. Simple, yeah. right? Yeah. Our yeah. brought us up. But for now, vegans, it's just understanding and gaining that knowledge, what can you substitute that meat for? Yeah. That's so important to have that protein in your diet and all the fibre um, and all the nutrients that you need. Supplements. Do, yeah. they, do they do the job that real food does? So supplements, some people need it, especially some people are deficient in certain... Coach, yeah. In a bit, bit like uh, vitamin B or vitamin D or whatnot, yeah. then it's good to have supplements. If you're an athlete and you need additional protein in your diet, because for most for myself, I need to maintain 200 grams of protein a day. Yeah. That's, a lot, that's quite a lot of chicken. Yeah. So me having a protein shake allows me to get that additional yeah. protein in, which is perfect. Coach. Especially if you're an athlete, you need that recovery. Proteins are good. But if you're the everyday person, you don't necessarily need a supplement unless you're deficient in something. Yeah. If you've got a goal to get ripped up, 
supplements are going to help. Yeah. Yeah. But just be careful on what supplements you take and make sure you get the right advice from a nutritionist or yeah. a personal trainer that knows what he's talking about before yeah. you just go to Holland Barrett and buy, do you know what I mean, like the, yeah. the, the, the wrong stuff. Right. Do you think, right, that in combat sports, for example, because yeah. the thing is in, like scientifically, in terms of your protein and your yeah, nutrients yeah, yeah. and your vitamins or whatever, yeah. you can get everything what you need plant-based. Yeah. But do you think there's a case to say that potentially, because some of the hormones or some of the way that eating meat the way that mate, eating meat affects your brain, do you think that it's possible for an athlete in a combat sport to lose a bit of their killer instinct? Yeah. Imagine my not eating meat. cabbage. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I've never really thought about that, but saying that, I, I guess so. What do you think, Dr. G? Do you think that's possible? That you lose your killer instinct? Do you feel not, like you stop eating meat? You might, you might not, because you, you're not eating at dead animals anymore, something where it's conscious, subconscious, chemical, fuck no. No, because I mean, your, your body makes, makes testosterone and all these things anyway. From from all of the all of the food that you get, whether you get the proteins, because you, you just your body just naturally breaks everything down to its core sugars, protein, and fat. Yeah. So whether you get that from vegetables or from animals, you don't think there's a mindset of thinking, yeah, like I eat dead animals, I want to beat people up. Nah. I'm hard. I'm nah. hard. To be fair, you shouldn't. As a fighter, you sort of got to take aggression out of it. The best fighters do. Yeah, they I'm, stay calm until that. Yeah, it is. It is about still, precision. Still like that factor, though, yeah, no, it is. Killer you've still instinct. got to want to hurt yeah. someone. That's yeah, because when you get hurt, it's how you react all to getting hurt. All the fighters are giving that and yeah. not getting knocked out these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'll tell you the best example. Remember Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Yeah. was going through that thing. You could see it in her face. She was trying to make herself angry, but she weren't naturally angry with You see, like a Nunez who'd done her was a fucking lunatic, but she was smiling all the way into it. But when it comes to a fight, she, would, she had that natural instinct. Yeah. I think that's like you can't really train. That's why I'm on the rise in WWE now. That's what I mean. Yeah. There you go. You Probably make you more money, don't you? Yeah. Definitely make more money. Do you think the like, top-level footballers, for example, like so someone like yeah, 100%. James Milner, for example, who's widely known that he's T-total, I don't yeah. know if he still is, or he is for a lot of his career. Yeah. Do you think that has certainly had a significant impact on what he's achieved in his career? Yeah, 100%. Diet is so important, obviously, recovery as well. Um, I'm sure James Miller does a lot in the gym and with his diet, he's staying hydration. I don't think he drinks a lot either. Extras to make sure he's mobile, uh, he's, he's got a good core strength, he can have a long career. Yeah. So Rooney, do you reckon Rooney, for example, uh, do you think the fact that, without getting being controversial, yeah. I know you know, you, you know you're moving yeah, yeah, football yeah. circles, do you think that he's widely publicised Maybe lifestyle, which is maybe a bit more unhealthy well, than your average footballer, has contributed to him. Wayne Rooney's only one year uh, younger than James Milner. Yeah. And James but Milner's still playing the best Top level, and Rooney's wow. off in America. Yeah. But like, you say that. Blowing. But, but money talks, doesn't it? Yeah, listen, let's have it right. And you say that. Rooney's game, right, if he wasn't a drinker or wasn't a person, he was a boxer as a kid, by the way, Rooney, but his game is all about aggression, tenacity, passion. And he's still, there's still a clip going around of what he did in the, in the MLS where he's run down 90 second minute. Wayne Rooney could still play in the Premier League. Could, easily. Could, yeah. Natural talent. Yeah. But people, this is what sometimes I feel as though people use it a bit of a crux yeah. and talk about veganism. Natural talent and passion to yeah. win wins through every time. Yeah, of course. Regardless of diet, you if you are good yeah. at football yeah, 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 and you have a passion to play it, you're going to be well, successful. The likes of Gascon, I don't think he was a vegan back in the day. No, of course he wasn't. So, he was going out yeah, pissed and yeah, playing and, so, and still skilling up. Best, best, man. But next level, but now, like, if you look at Chris Ronaldo, I know his diet's spot on yeah. and he's an absolute best man of a man. So diet does play a part and I think, uh, especially in academies, nutritionists are now coming in and teaching the kids how to eat properly yeah. when they do go home yeah. and that's only going to prolong a kid's career. Fitness is the biggest thing. They say, I've started, only probably about a year been watching UFC quite a bit, yeah. but 
they all say it, and you see it in most fights, is fitness is the most important thing. You can be as talented as fuck, but yeah. if you can put pressure on someone and maintain yourself, yeah. and you maintain your head at the same time, like... It's, oh, I've only you can paid, concentrate for longer yeah. in and a sporting... An amount of kids have had the most talent, but they didn't do anything with their talent. You've got yeah. the average kids who are just work horses <laughs> and now playing first-team football. Yeah. Same. So it's just, it's, yeah. Last um, question, Brad, right? You ain't gone gym. It's, you've had a night yeah. out. You ain't gone gym for two, three days. Yeah. How is your mindset at this point? Because it must have happened. Yeah, it does happen. I am... Yeah. To be fair, I'm like, oh, my derby, I'm feeling a bit soft. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Soft. yeah, yeah. When, no, you, ain't, when you ain't yeah, nowhere near yeah, soft. It's a bit soft. Yeah. But then it's a week, I can do a smash out a week and I'll be smash fine. Smash out a week, yeah. That's, what, that's what people, there's a lot of people that are nearly in shape or are in shape and yeah. that, that have a drink or yeah. have a takeaway and they start thinking, so, oh, But then they, they get into a bad habit where it's consistent. That's consistent. Consistency, yeah. Yeah, and then, then they're going to get themselves in a bad way. Yeah. So I always say to them, yeah, if you need fancy little takeaway or you fancy a few beers with the boys, go and do that. Yeah. yeah don't panic, don't go on the slim. Slim and tonics, like healthy obsession. So, how do you feel about cheat day? I, I don't really like the name cheat meals because then I, that puts something on it. Oh, I'm having a cheat meal. It should just be just a healthy, balanced diet. And if that yeah. is a burger, then that's sweet. You don't yeah. need to worry about it. Yeah. When you think of a cheat meal, you go, Oh my god, I'm having a cheat meal. This is bad. Just relax. Get, you don't have to put on Instagram. Just chill. Have your burger yeah, yeah, yeah. and then get back into your healthy routine. Okay. If you want to, do you know what I mean? If you want to be a world champion, mm-hmm. cut it all out. Give, give yourself the best possible chance. Exactly. But ultimately, just try and find a bit of balance, eh? A bit yeah. of balance. Yeah, a bit of balance. Oh! Oh, fuck me. We've got another <laughs> little text coming in. We've got a text, yes? Go on, Jim. This is from George in Onga. Mm. Where is Onga? Yeah. Where's Onga? Essex, isn't it? It's in Essex. It's just a little hamlet outside of Brentwood. Oh, it's a little hamlet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, he says, he says, I'm an absolute sucker for brand name Garms. I feel under pressure to keep up with the trends. I'm spending £80 on T-shirts that I will wear only once or twice a month. I'm a student, so definitely should be spending my money on more important things like food. He's not eating. He ain't a student I remember, I'll tell you that for free. But I am also in a band and feel it's important to create an image and put forward my personality. Any words of advice that will help me strike a balance? I tell you what, right? I tell you what, because this is actually nuts. Because I know a girl, yeah, that last month she spent, she consciously made, and she planned it, she made a decision to spend as much of her wage as she possibly could on an handbag that she was eating tuna on toast and beans on toast for the whole month. There's nothing wrong with tuna on toast. I eat tuna on toast every day now. <laughs> tuna well, toast goes off. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll be honest, right? This is. And I will, I will get into oh, we're going to get into this later anyway, but it is mad to think there is an Instagram culture now where you can't be seen. And then me and Dan were talking about this today. You can't be seen in the same bit of clothing twice. So you do wear something, you go out and you have, you, you know, you have your past 25th or whatever, and you, you all take a load of pictures. Once you're seen in an outfit, you can't wear it again. Literally, that is... And that is what is causing a lot of this. Yeah. Unless you're confident in yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is it. But I'm, well, I've, I think I, I say I come through that, but I still spend the full... Every time there's a big event... Yeah, if we, there's a big event, you do. But I feel like you buy that... Not Me, personally, I feel like you'll have nice clothes in your wardrobe, but if it's old, yeah. you don't give you that vibe. It's more that energy it's it gives vibe. you. So you're telling me if you were going out right, and yeah. no one was going to see you, you'd get a fresh gym and wear nice clothes, bollocks. It's no. all for, of course it's for other people. No, obviously people. No, but obviously people are gonna say no. If I'm even when I'm going shit things like this, I think I've got to wear my best tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only seeing you look. I'm only seeing you look. <laughs> shit, as in not a fucking a flash event. 
What's wrong no. with you? You're going to call me out now. <laughs> Shit, this is a great fucking Mate, podcast. Jim worked very as fucking in, hard on this Jesus podcast. Jesus Christ. As in, not a fucking a flash event. All right. You've wore your you own Mate, you wore that T-shirt to the LFA's, yeah. bro. No, but I wore my nice nice cooking tracksuit. I wore track track my nice tracksuit. Yeah, but I hear no, you've I feel, done that, I feel like you do feel better. Even, like, as I'm saying, even if I'm going not something that's flash or not something that's too fucking like high esteem, you feel better wearing something nice, yeah, full yeah. stop. I always say to myself, like, if you're in decent shape, you can get away with the spring. Oh, Simple yeah. That is a good point. Okay. That is a very 100%. good point. The Simple better shape clothes. you're in... Because, no, because you've got something yeah. else which satisfies that need for external yeah. gratification. So I, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. You're looking for external no, gratification. And if you haven't got it physically, then you'll look for that in clothes. Yeah. Well, so a lot of people then go spend 500 quid on a rubbish T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, but they can spend 500 quid and get them in the gym or your PT, and yeah. then you can buy some simple clothes. It is, just, I think it's a, a balance of two as well. It's an that. internal and an external thing. I and feel like thing. a lot of it's how you see yourself. I have to say, I've been on a few dates recently and be single, right? Mm. And I couldn't care if a girl's got a Zara bag or Krishna Bhutan's or Paris. I don't care, as long as they're a nice girl. It's not about how much what they're wearing is, but a girl needs an eye to dress. But then, all right, so you say that, but what if... She has a lovely personality, but she dresses like fucking Mr. Blobby. No go. I don't give a fuck. You just don't ask it, Brad. Well, if she, yeah, then I'm just saying. So she's so she dressed in a pink she's costume a girl, with yellow polka dots. She's absolutely jokes, but she comes dressed out like, like, like to dinner like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get absolutely steaming on that. I'm like, wait, give me some Jaegers out. <laughs> oh, um, mate. No, but could you go out with a girl that has horrendous dressing? No, of course not. Yeah. And you, to be fair, with social media, with social media these days, you'll be able to see if she's got Russell Clover or not. But yeah, nah. But I ain't fussed at it. Like, for me personally, I have. Because you can't dress that. I've never. Come on. Come Did on. you guys follow Alpha, um, Alpha Leader Males on, uh, on Instagram? It's sick. No, no, it's you're, you're the face of it. No, no. There's, <laughs> pictures, there's pictures of Bill Gates wearing awful clobber. Yeah, yeah, and you got yeah. a picture of a rapper who's earning like probably 100 grand a year and he's got chained up and that. But I, think, I wouldn't dress like either of them, though. That's a, there's, yeah, 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 but it's just basically saying you don't need to show your wealth through yeah. what you're wearing. Yeah. No, like it's that. true. But at the same time, you've got to remember a lot, a lot where, where a lot of these rappers come from. That's the thing, is yeah. like we see we yeah, see Lower Living yeah, over yeah. here. But we went to when we were in Miami and we went to go Wingstop. Oh, yeah. And when you drive through the hood in America, yeah. because it's so much space, you might in England, like especially in London, you don't yeah. see poverty as much, innit? Mm. And although you might see a few um estates or whatever, you don't yeah. really see these widely impoverished areas. So yeah. I think there is a side of that yeah, yeah, yeah. with these rappers. The where they came from so little, of course. They they feel the need to show it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But then that put pressure on kids to then want that. Well, exactly. It creates the exactly. illusion. I said as a PT, make sure yeah. you've got a decent pair of trainers on because people always look at your trainers. Always look at your trainers. And make sure you smell nice. That's the number two thing. Yes. Wash. Yeah. Wash your bum. It's what you say though, isn't it? When you say it for yourself, it is for yourself in the way that when you have that confidence in yourself, when you know that, it's like even yeah. part of learning, when I feel true. like learning a, con, a, con, a contact sport, a combat sport, yeah? Just those little things, little things in life can just give you that little bit of boost, innit? So yeah. knowing that you've got a little bit of money in the bank. It's one thing though, he put in the, in the question, he went, I'm a student, blah, 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 but he said, I'm in a band and I feel it's important to create an image and put forward my personality. <laughs> the best thing you can do I feel like anyone who's good or any, you do get people who are over the top extrovert characters. The best thing you can do to show your personality, be yourself. Be yourself. That be is yourself. A, be, be yourself. And it sounds yourself. so generic and cliche, but can we get genuinely. can we get an expert opinion here? No, I was going to say because I think you, you I, I grew up before Instagram and social media and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and I've really seen a massive change in how it affects people's self-esteem because they're. I mean, I know I deal a lot because I'm doing work in telly, dealing a lot with Insta leaders, and you know I've got 85 gazillion followers and all that <laughs> shit, and it's really stressful. So they've lived quite a stressful life, Insta themselves, and making sure that they're the right side is and all that. But then that puts pressure on the younger folk to then have to live up to it, where yeah. you live as a student and you spend 80 fucking quid on a 
T-shirt. That's it's not even eighty quid. It's bullshit. Well, you got a big following, Brad. Um, how big is it? How many followers you got? Two hundred eighty-seven thousand. Oh, yeah, no, so so it's going old. up. Yeah. It's going up. Can you know how you got time to do this? Instagram. Instagram. You have to get out there. I always say to people, like, I can't just be in the gym every day. Yeah. You need to network. You need to get out there. You need to show your face. Yeah. And this experience is going to learn from it. Yeah. And I'm going to take this experience into my next experience. So. Yeah. Did you feel there's a huge pressure on you, though, Instagram? Um, for me, at the very start, I did, but now I've just, I've just actually sewn out. I'm able to sewn up from it now. Do you still find yourself getting obsessive with, with the following that you've got and where you make money from Instagram, yeah. whatever? Do you still, are, you, are you able to still be yourself? Like, do you, will, you yeah, not, yeah. Will, will you not post at 11.30 at night because you know that that's not prime time Yeah, that's post. not prime time. I've got my prime time, so you'll see me posting every morning at 7am. There you go. Yeah, for your, that's a successful Instagram account. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, and then maybe well, maybe five between seven. So it'll always be a workout video, which people will watch the whole day. They'll save and maybe do it at lunchtime. They then tag me in their stories. Other people see it. Yeah. how it works. Again, and then in the evening, it's a picture of myself doing something. So while he's moving, he's doing something. So then you're showing your 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 graft. Yeah. So I'll be posting this. I'm like, okay, Bradley's active. He's proactive. Yeah. That's the best way Meanwhile, to be. Well, he's on a piss in Dortmund. Well, but I think I happily showed that on my Instagram as well because that's oh, just real, yeah. innit? But then, but if I do a twelve-week transformation with someone, like I've done with JP Cooper, oh no, JP, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. Tom Grennan at the minute. Oh, quality, yeah, and um, Roman Kemp. Oh, sick. Yeah. yeah. So they're on a streak. I'm saying, nah, no booze, nothing. Because if you want to do something properly like you do yeah, with boxing, yeah. you've got to do it. That's, that's, that's what I'm on. That's what I'm on. a yeah. transformation, but with a goal yeah. at the end of it. Exactly. And I think the exactly. first thing to do is set yourself a goal. So you've got that goal. Okay, I'm going to go and achieve that goal. I've got to do this, 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 and this. I've got to be consistent with it. Once you've finished and hit that goal, then you can go back and be maintenance. And those 12 weeks, you're going to learn so much through diet. They're going to be able to do a training session without needing me because yeah. they've learned so much in the gym. Yeah. And they've invested in that time and then obviously their money into that 12 weeks and they're going to be so much better off it. Yeah. So again, like I said, don't spend 500 quid on a Supreme t-shirt. Yeah. Go and actually invest in your health and your diet and then you're going to be able to wear a revealing one and look decent. Yes, there you go. <laughs> All right, so to wrap up this episode of the Free the Geezer podcast, we're going to go around the room and everyone's going to tell us a little secret of uh, how they freed up the geezer recently. I'll start it, right? I'm Johnny, a geezer. Chris Freezer, I watched uh, the Oscars live from the red carpet to check out the dresses with my missus today. I'm Scotty and I'm a geezer and I've, um, I can't throw away this see-through Dolce & Gabbana top that I bought. I'm hoping one day it'll become fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Freddie Mercury's reincarnated. Well, he was a top boy. Yeah, he was a top boy, is he? Okay, all right. I'm Danny, I'm a geezer. And I was, um... No, I was fairly honest with a bird I've been stringing along for a little bit. Is that, is that, is that, is that as far as you're going to go? I'm Dr. G. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dr. Geezer. And I cried at first dates. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, you, that, it happens. It does listen, happen. The old couple. The old couple. I cried on that episode. Oh. I'll back that, I'll back that. I cried, um... On a UFC on the weekend, I, I wanted Woodley to win, but then Usman won, you he cried. brought his little daughter. What's wrong with you? I didn't really actually cry, but I felt like I could cry. I'm Bradley, I'm a geezer, Bacardi Breezer. Yeah. Yes. And been on a few dates, and obviously open up the door, uh, open up the chair for the girl, pay for the girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's just a general, that's, that's a yeah. geezer. That's, a geezer. that's, that's, a geezer. that's an old school, that's what but, we need to get back that's yeah. a proper geezer. Yeah, that's a proper yeah. geezer, that's a proper yeah. man, right? Yeah. But, but you, you un-geezer. Yeah, but you do go back to the leg after, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the only reason yeah. that you pulled the chair out. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Brad. Thank Thanks, Dr. G. Pleasure. Cheers, Brad. Cheers, nice one, mate.
What a fucking unbelievable episode that was. Hey, how about that Johnny Dutch? No empathy for animals whatsoever. What an horrible bastard. One thing I learned is that as much as you can try and educate people on their lifestyle habits, ultimately, they're going to make their own decisions, and the more you push them, the less likely they are to change themselves. Bradley Simmons, though, absolute top bloke. And he did, what a geezer. And one thing that he did make me think about, because I like buying nice clothes, but maybe, you know, rather than spending 500 quid on a T-shirt, you could spend £250 on a personal trainer. Probably feel better about yourself. But listen, right, we did touch on some serious issues. If you or anyone you know have been affected by any of the issues or topics raised, there'll be a list of websites and services in the episode info box where you can get some help. Please like, subscribe, and rate the Free the Geezer podcast so we can keep the talking going. See you next week. We're going to be talking about cash in hand, saving, debt, and gambling. Joining us will be Dr. Gareth Smith and special guest Iona Bain, author of the Young People's Money blog. <laughs>